Hey, hello, what's up, and welcome into this week's episode of the Geek Garage Podcast. This is episode number, none of this matters. Uh, <laughs> I am Ted, joined as always by show founder David. Say hello, David. Hello, Ted. How we are finally- you? God damn it, we almost had it. <laughs> so close. What? What? So I can say hello, Ted, and, and not ask how, I'm not allowed to ask how you're doing? No. Uh, <laughs> moving right along. Uh, we'll get that right eventually, I promise. This week's episode finds us dissecting the first trailer for Godzilla vs. Kong. I don't mm-hmm. think that it's an understatement to say that this is the most excited I've been about a movie since... Ever. The beginning of the year? Be- well, yeah, <laughs> since the beginning of the year. <laughs> yeah, Which has been like a whopping 26 days now. Uh, three, um, three and a half weeks, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we've talked about it before. I'm a huge Godzilla fan. I'm a huge King Kong fan. I love monster movies and mm-hmm. uh, giant creature features. So this is uh, basically somebody scooped out 10-year-old Ted's brain and was like, <laughs> let's make a movie out of it. Probably less yep. boobs, though, but, you know, you can't win them all. No. Uh, until they decide to pop that cherry and finally make, like, an R-rated monster movie with uh, Godzilla and Kong and tits. Um, <laughs> you know, get that trifecta in there. Yeah. Um, that's the, hat, that's the, the old, dream that I keep alive in my the monster my hat trick, yeah. as it were. Indeed, um, sir. One of these days, well, got to keep hope alive, David. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, all jokes about uh, memories aside, uh, mm-hmm. I am very excited. David's very excited. Yeah. This episode will be kind of broken down into two parts. The first, I'm going to say half, but it probably won't actually be half of the episode. Just the first section of the episode uh, will be spoiler free and. Uh, speculation free it'll just be talking about how excited we are for the trailer and what was in the trailer and then the second portion will be uh some speculation and some potential spoilers so we'll we'll put a mark in so you know when to turn it off if you don't want to hear us uh ramble on about things that might ruin the movie for you right uh and i guess spoilers for um previous movies as well like um yes. king kong um uh the dawn of justice um that's not it nope. um uh what is that's skull island yeah, and on skull um, island and uh, the previous two godzilla movies uh mm-hmm. godzilla and then uh, king of the monsters so if you haven't right. seen any of those number one what are you doing with your life mm-hmm. uh, go watch those immediately because they're amazing and terrible in equal measures and <laughs> uh kind of like the podcast actually we got that going for us but uh, yeah, spoilers for those three movies, as well as some of the general mythos and lore surrounding either character. Um, and then uh, the second half of the episode or thereabout will be very spoiler heavy. So uh, I think that's all we got to start. David, what do you say? Let's get this shit show on the road. Yeah, play that. Play that funky music. All right. Boop. Right, so, uh, David, I think it's safe to say that this is going to be a shorter episode since it's about a three-minute three long movie trailer. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it, this episode will be the appropriate length for what we're discussing, which is a trailer. So, I mean, our, the episode probably won't be three minutes, um, but it won't be our typical like 60 to 90-minute uh, you know, average duration. Right. So. Um, it's a quickie, if you will. Yeah. Right, yeah. But hey, you know, we promise you uh one episode a week and uh and here we are delivering. So yeah. so you you are welcome. Deal with it, peasants. <laughs> uh basically this will just be our thoughts, feelings, and predictions regarding the film, which is due out March thirty first in the US, uh on both HBO Max and in theaters simultaneously. Mm-hmm. For those of you that have theaters open around you. Me. Yeah. Um I, I suppose technically I have theaters open around me, but they're not within like what I would consider around me distance. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, like the Opry Mills theater is basically in your backyard. Yeah. Um, and and that's, that's a nice one. I like the, uh, like the, the, the Hollywood 27. That's probably my favorite just because nobody goes there. <laughs> Precisely <laughs> that. Yeah. That was a, I mean, it, it wasn't quite equidistant from our two places, but it wasn't, uh, you know, on the other hand, it wasn't a far drive. So, and like you said, it, it's a nice theater. Um, they, it's a good one to, you know, go to if you 
or enjoyer of like indie flicks as well because it's a it's a good one that yeah plays with all like, those all those screens they got to fill it up with something right um yeah and, and plus i i think over the years it's it pretty much to the point where the whole like all 27 theaters are now redone um, yeah it's actually it used to be kind of gross and run down but it's, it's oh yeah revitalized some yeah, yeah it's pretty dope yeah from the bunches of times that we went there when we started going to the movies together i don't think uh i can't remember a time where we sat in those like gross like turquoise and purple yeah, the old school ones yeah yeah uh, for those of you not from the nashville area you don't have any fucking clue what we're talking about but imagine your local theater that what at, at one point uh about a week after opening was the the best place in town and then about mm. a week and a half after opening was like a rundown <laughs> shithole uh right that is a theater we're discussing but in, a, in the last few years they have kind of gotten it together and revitalized it some it's, it's very nice I, I miss it a lot that's uh my home away from home as it were mm-hmm but with Corona, you know, I get it. I'm not trying to push and be like, open everything. Corona's fake. I'm not that guy. But uh, I still, yeah. like, you know, it's natural to miss things you enjoy when you can't do yeah. it, right? So. I, th- I think the people listening can empathize. Yeah. I mean, I know there's a lot of uh, a lot of our listeners are big into, like, the con scene and, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, I mean, that's not a, a one-to-one necessarily, but they kind of get where we're coming from. Or, like, if they're... For uh, sure. If they're used to going and playing like tabletop games in a group, like unless you have a really tight knit group that you you know where everybody's been, so to speak, it's it's kind of right stuff like that. So anyway, now that we've got that weird little nostalgia tangent out of the way, um, it'll also be on HBO Max, which is the streaming service that like five people have. It's the only one that is uh, there's only one streaming service worse, and that's Peacock uh, in terms of you know in terms of uh, I think subscriber numbers. I'm just pulling those numbers out of thin air. That's all bullshit. But seriously, does anybody have HBO Max? Honest, honest to God, I do. And I use it all the time. Well, there's one. <clears throat> no, uh, I, I actually have nothing against it. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I've become anti-streaming service because it was supposed to defeat cable, and now it's become yeah. cable. <laughs> yeah, now it's ca- what you call cable 2.0, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, I cut all the cords for a reason. I don't want to have the same basic. Well, this is way off track. Godzilla wouldn't be fucking with cords. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, I, I mean, the only reason why I have HBO for the most part is because it is given to me for free, quote unquote, for free through my, um, I guess it's my internet. So through AT&T, because I elected for a, um, you know, like the fastest speeds possible because of work and stuff since I'm working from home. Um, need those fast speeds because the VPN slows that shit down. Um, but yeah, they were like, here's HBO Max for free. And I was like, uh, I'm not complaining. It's one less streaming service that I have to pay for out of pocket. So Yeah, uh, my my internet service provider uh, is like, you got a modem and it works some of the time. That's what you get, <laughs> motherfucker. And because I don't want to get sued, I won't name them. But uh, they own everything and their name starts with the letter after A and B. So you can figure it out from there. Mm-hmm um let's get this uh shit show on the road as we were supposed to like five minutes ago uh yeah, fuck it initial thoughts david what are yours so let me stop you right there you're not excited enough for one thing i'll tell you that <laughs> no i like seriously i'm super excited between the trailer being released you know uh, a few days ago i what, what was it sunday yeah sunday around like noon uh our time yeah um so between sunday and now um that we're recording and it that's tuesday evening uh i've watched it approximately six or seven times and yeah i i mean i get more and more excited for it every time i i i watch it and um i think my favorite part is when kong's like yelling at the water like show yourself (laughs) and godzilla's like fuck you bitch yeah (laughs) just uppercuts Kong's like, get over here. Godzilla's like, bet. All right. (laughs) Yeah. Coming at your boy. Um, It's uh, hype is the word for it, I think. (laughs) Yeah. No, I'm overall, like, I'm super excited, Uh, you know, uh, just to get this out of the way. uh, You know, one of the negative things, just put it out there so we can deal with it. Um, I, I think the person or people that elected to have the the backing track of like the who's gonna get you like there we go right yeah like they should be executed via firing squad yeah they should be lined up on the wall immediately <laughs> straight to the firing squad like 
it, the movie speaks for itself. Like put in the ambient music like usual, that's fine. That's what we're like that's what we're used to, okay? But like you don't need this like amped up like UFC style bullshit. Like we we get it. <laughs> like, like it's UFC too much. Light. Like the, the actual UFC would be like whack, no. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's, uh, it's that music was bad. I was like, oh, oh no, oh no, baby, what is you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what is you doing? Uh, it was not good, but uh, yeah, I mean, I had some problems with the trailer. I'll be honest. As excited as I am, as much as you know, as much hype as I have for it, I did have some problems with it. Uh, mm-hmm. Other than the music. Um, I still feel like the people who wrote it have never heard two people have an actual conversation before. Uh, yeah, that is, <laughs> I feel like that is also accurate. Yeah. I also feel like the trailer may have shown a little too much for a first trailer. Um, maybe, maybe that's just me. I, I um, agree, but I will, t- I want to touch on that later because, you know, we did promise them part of the episode where we wouldn't, you know, spoil sure. potential things. So right. I, I do right. agree with that. We'll, we'll put a pin in that. Yeah. Um, I also think that just, and it's tough to say this judging from what a, a two or three minute trailer, but it seems like the movie's going to try and do too much. One of the problems I had with, with both Skull Island to a lesser extent, Skull Island, but King of the Monsters, especially, even though I enjoyed both of those movies, is like, I felt like they tried to throw too much at you to establish that like, Oh, this is a, 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 a cinematic universe, so to speak, mm-hmm. you know, um, I'm not big on the Marvel films, but one thing I think they do well is they don't just dump everything on you at once. Like there's what, 20, 23 of those movies so far. And right. They're not all created equal in terms of like how good they are. But I think that each one of them does a decent job of being a self, a self-contained story, excuse me, while also giving you glimpses of how they connect to the other films. Right. Yeah. And, and I think that too many people, people meaning executives in Hollywood are seeing that success and being like, Oh, we need a shared universe. And while I think that, you know, the, a monster verse like this, I'm, I'm into that. I could, you know, like I said, I, I love these kind of movies. I just, I'm worried that like, this is now going to be the fourth film. And they're just like, they keep just throwing all this shit at you. Mm-hmm. And, and that that's kind of my, my one thing from the trailer. Now, again, I could be wrong and it could just be the way that the trailer's cut and set up and edited to where they're just giving you information, but it's not necessarily about the overarching story, but you get the, you get the bits where they're talking like, Oh, the myths are true. The legends are true. There was a war and this and that, like they're building up something more. And I'm just like, guys, we have, we don't need a lot. Okay. We have two giant <laughs> monsters. Let them fucking fight for 90 minutes. And then let me piss off out of the theater. That's all I want out of life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I definitely get that. I mean, it's, it can be complicated, you know, that that world building and universe building that these franchises do nowadays. Um, but I don't know. I'm I feel like the with the monster movies, it it can be simple enough wh- whether or not they actually take that into consideration um, is is a whole different thing. Right. Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, like you said they can build this this you know quote unquote universe where you know we have Godzilla he has his own separate movies we have King Kong who has his own separate movies every once in a while they join up in one movie and then you know part ways and whatever um you know that can be a thing it's just how complicated do you want to make it um yeah um <clears throat> In King of the Monsters, they named, I mean, there were what, four, uh, like four main kaiju in that film, Godzilla, Ghidorah, Rodan, and Mothra, right? Right. But there was like 17 total. That's what I was going to say. But then they were like, oh, but there's like however many, it it was like 12 or 15 or something. It was a lot. Yeah. Um, I I mean, I just rewatched it today. I think the total number was 17. Okay. Um. I haven't seen it in a while, so you you may be right. And it's like, okay, some of those are probably like quote unquote classic kaiju, um, but like not all of them. Some of them you have to be pulling out of thin air or creating, which which is not bad necessarily, right? Like, again, I love these kind of movies. I am down for more of these kind of movies. Mm -hmm. But like, I, you know, 
I don't know that you necessarily need to have them as part of this already established Godzilla slash King Kong universe. Like, you know, there have been other successful kaiju movies or kaiju-like movies like Cloverfield, which I really liked. It's not perfect, but it, mm-hmm. it scratched that itch of like, there's a giant monster fucking up New York. Woo! You know? Um, <laughs> no, or- I, I was uh, one of the few in my uh, friend circle that actually liked Cloverfield as well. Like it, you know, that came out fairly, uh, you know, within the realm uh, or the the time period that found footage movies were like really ramping up. Like it was right. still several, several years after like the B- Blair Witch Project, but like found footage movies were like starting to gain traction as like part of the mainstream. It, it but, wasn't like, like the thing quite yet. Right. Right. Um, so like people were going to the theater to go see it and they're like, they had to step out or they left with like motion sickness. Like they were actually nauseous. And I was like, like I get, I get nauseous pretty easily and I didn't have a problem with it. So I'm like, I, uh, maybe y'all are just a bunch of bitches. Maybe. Maybe you're soft. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, like I kind of, I have a little sympathy for like the motion sickness or, or that aspect of it. But like, I feel like people tried to make that movie something it wasn't or mm-hmm. tried to judge it in a way that I don't think was fair. And like, you, you know me, I'm a hypercritical asshole, mm-hmm. but I also am accepting of a lot of things. Like we were talking about this, uh, about Godzilla movies. I think we, this may have came up on the podcast we did with Mac where we talked about Godzilla films, but it's like to love Godzilla movies is to be very forgiving. Mm-hmm. because a lot of them make no fucking sense whatsoever. <laughs> and I'm fine with that because like I said, I get 90 minutes of a dude in a rubber suit going raw and kicking over fake buildings, which is all I've ever really wanted out of life. <laughs> you know? So, um, I mean, strange request, but I mean, an easy don't one to fulfill. Here, David. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's an easy one to fulfill. Yeah. You know, um, uh, it, it doesn't take much to get a dude in a rubber suit you know, kicking over buildings. You sound like, you know, there's some experience, but I'm, I, we don't kink shame. Like I said, so exactly. Uh, but yeah, I'm very, very excited for it. Very, very excited for it. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Um, do you have any parts of the trailer that, um, I guess like kind of piqued your interest the most or that you were the most excited or hyped for or about, uh, upon the first, like two viewings, I was just kind of like enamored by like the whole thing in general, like just the idea that it was actually coming to fruition finally. And it felt like, like it was a kind of a long time in the making, but at the same time, it kind of crept, crept up on us. And it was like, ha, here, here we are. Part of that's because of how weird 2020 was. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, was this one of the movies that should have been released sooner, but got pushed back or this um, one got, I'm pretty sure this one got delayed if, if I remember correctly, but I don't know that it was COVID related. It could have just been like they're, you know, finishing the movie post-production for film, a film like this with all the, you know, computer graphics takes a long time to do right. So right. it could have been that I, I could be wrong. It may not have been delayed. If only we'd done the bare minimum of research, but that's not where you listen to us. So, <laughs> Well, like we said, we're just talking about the trailer. You know, we, we didn't promise, uh, you know, an abundance of research. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, the re- one of the reasons why I asked is because, you know, the uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters only came out uh, in the summer of 2019. And right. then um, Kong Skull Island was just two years before that. So, yeah. like, they're doing a really good job on the release schedule, like kind of keeping it uh, both consistent and you know, not super far uh, or, or uh, super long period of time in between the movies, right. but also not like, you know, here's six months of breathing time before, you know, you get the next, you know, Kaiju punch you in the face fucking movie. Yeah. And, and I think you hit the nail on the head with that because it, it's a timeline that kind of keeps it fresh. Like you're like, Oh yeah, it seems like I just saw that movie not long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but also it's not like overkill. Like when they try to do a star Wars movie every Christmas for like five years straight and people were like, shut the fuck up forever. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and not, not to pick on star Wars specifically because of star Wars, just be, that was the first release schedule that popped into my mind. That was like that. 
Right. Um, <clears throat> no. Uh, so was there a moment from the trailer that that kind of uh, popped up uh, at you that that was like where you were like, holy shit? Yeah. I mean, there were a couple really cool moments in the trailer we talked about where um, kong is like roaring into the sea and then godzilla like surfaces and shoots out of the water which that was dope mm-hmm. um this is kind of it, it's not as action e as that but when you where you first hear that godzilla that classic godzilla roar that gets right. me every time um, oh yeah. yeah yeah like they uh, i was <clears throat> i was listening to or watching the movie and listening to it on my headphones earlier and I was actually thinking about it. It's funny you mentioned, you know, his roar. Like, I really think that they've done a good job with the the last couple of Godzilla movies with his roar. Like, it's it sounds great. Yeah, and, and I like that they didn't really change it a lot. Like, it's not a dramatic change from that classic sort of right. um, Showa-era Godzilla roar. Like, the, the classic, you know, 50s Godzilla roar. But it, it's also, it, it keeps with that faith so to speak but it seems a bit more menacing and, and i think a lot of that is just because like you know audio technology in 2020 is a lot better <laughs> than it was in 1954 sure um but i think it's a great homage um you know yeah. in, in keeping with that tradition i think that's very cool as far as an actiony part um the 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 last clip that you see before the trailer kind of cuts to black where kong is leaping across and Godzilla shooting the fire or the atomic breath at him. I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, I, and like the, the neon lights of Tokyo, I was like, Oh hell yeah. Uh, I think that's Hong Kong actually, but yeah, it, I mean, point taken, you know? Right. Yeah. It's, it's not in the U S where, where we don't have is. things like that here. No, we don't have uh, cool landscapes with neon lights where, you know, if Nicholas winning Refn walked in, he'd just be like, ah, like cream is short. Immediately and, cream. Immediately. Right. And just die from exhaustion. Yeah. We, we, don't, we don't have that. But yeah, when some blew some. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, look, I said it earlier. We've talked about this ourselves uh, as well. Like to, to know Godzilla, to love Godzilla is to be very forgiving. So. Uh, as much as I liked King of the Monsters, I I equally hated a lot of parts of King of the Monsters because ever I think that was the first movie I ever watched where I actively rooted for every human person to die. <laughs> uh, you're not the only one. Yeah. Um, I I was like, okay, Tom Hiddleston can live, Brie Larson can live because she's my BFF forever. Um, and uh, yeah, um, thankfully I got my wish. Everyone else, like Sam Jackson, he he kind of played like that rare um rare role where Mm. he's kind of a dick where but he doesn't show his his dickish colors right away right you know he kind of comes off as a dick uh as the movie unfolds um but yeah just a lot of people die in that movie um yeah yeah uh i saw skull island on opening night in imax uh because oh man i I bet that was dope it was dope it was very (laughs) dope um still has one of my probably top 10 line readings of all time where they first see Kong and nobody says shit. And the one mm. redneck guy's like, is that a monkey? <laughs> Dude, I text like, yeah. so, okay. So uh, if you follow us on social media or you're a part of the Facebook group page, I just, uh, you probably saw my post the other day where I was like, I can't believe I sat on this movie for so long. Cause yes, I did just see Kong skull Island for the first time. I think this past weekend, <clears throat> Um, and that's because they added it to HBO max, uh, makes sense. Cause, um, you know, the movie is coming to HBO anyways. Um, yeah, I, 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 just, I that line fucking floored me. I was like, is that a monkey? <laughs> I it's texted so... you, it, I texted you immediately yeah. and you were like, dude, <laughs> best line ever. Yeah. That is, uh, that one got a hearty chuckle out of me in the theater. And uh, I, I went with another friend of mine and we, we both got a kick out of it, but I think a lot of people didn't see the humor. And I'm like, you're watching a, a movie about a giant gorilla, uh, you know, like how, how can you not, can you see not the- fucking laugh at that? <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, uh, you know, I mean, all those people in helicopters are about to die. Um, so here's some, here's some levity. Right. Uh, it's good to hear some much needed levity. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
but that was like that that scene was dope like mm-hmm. them like just dropping the bombs um or not i mean I, f- I forget what they called them but you know they were t- they said they were one thing and they ended up being something else uh, whatever they were you know and, and then kong shows up and just like fucking punches one of the um the helicopters and just chaos ensues yeah. it like so that whole sequence was absolutely beautiful i was like holy sh-, like it, like i totally underestimated the movie um i remember the movie coming out and people were actually like i looked at it i was like eh, maybe i'll wait till dvd um but everyone was like dude you need to see this movie i was like okay and so my dumb ass sat on it for like three fucking years um so yeah i'm, I'm glad i finally got to see it yeah it, it's it's a good one um yeah you mentioned that you know that scene look, looked really good and that's something else i noticed about the trailer for this is uh i, I liked a lot of the cinematography and and, and sequencing in king of the monsters but mm-hmm. a very real complaint that i think is a very fair complaint is that it all takes place at night with a bunch of smoke and shit around it sure so it's kind of like masking some of the some of the effects which you know, we, we've talked about practical effects versus computer generated effects and, and where we stand on those. But for these types of movies, like CG really works well, I think. Um, and yeah. and I'm, I'm excited that a lot of this movie seems, at least what they showed in the trailer, seems to take place during the day or is well lit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I mean, you, uh, a lot of, a lot of Kong Skull Island took place during the day. And so they were, they were pretty bold to, you know, flex their CG muscles with that, um, you know, with their, the day scenes. So yeah, I'm definitely with you hoping that we get more day scenes um, just because that's, I feel like that's more in tune with um, the Kong movies. You know, you get a little bit more daylight, whereas, um, uh, whereas Godzilla, you know, most of the stuff happens at night, like you said. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So we've talked a lot about what excites us about the trailer. And um, I, I personally would like to get into some stuff, some speculative stuff that maybe some of our listeners don't want to hear because, um, you know, they they want to go in fresh. And, uh, you know, this may potentially ruin it for them. So if you don't want to hear us speculate or uh, super nerd me go into details that I picked up in the trailer, <laughs> um, that might be potential spoilers. Yeah. Um, maybe turn the episode off now right? or at least fast forward a few minutes until we get to shit that doesn't suck and then turn the episode off. Cause it's over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, for sure. Uh, yeah. I, and you know, like you said, Ted, uh, what we said is not the gold standard. It's not correct. We don't have any, any insider info we're not that cool yet um these are not actual spoilers like i don't have a copy of the script uh or anything but but you do know your way around a monster movie uh, and you've seen seen a few of them yes you've seen a billion of them literally and so you can read between the lines a lot better than your layman coming into you know this monster movie uh regalia so sure uh i don't know that that's true but thank you for the nice ish thing you said about me <laughs> you basically <laughs> cool. called me a turbo nerd in a nice way but whatever that's cool i mean uh, you're, you're welcome i it, love you it's buddy not, it's not wrong but anyway <laughs> uh so the first thing i noticed is right near this the, to- the top of the trailer um within the first i think three to four uh, seconds of the trailer i'm pretty sure you see mechagodzilla uh, are you talking about the um, the stair scene where people are running yeah. down the stairs? Everybody running down into what I would presume is a subway of some kind. Mm-hmm. And over them for a split second, it's only a couple of frames, you can see what appears to be Mechagodzilla's head as well as some... It's like really what you see is just kind of like red, which looks kind of like fire up in the sky, which I think that that's Mechagodzilla's head and then some of the lights and fire around his uh, mouth and throat. But I, I've watched the trailer several times and I've seen some still shots from that and I would just about bet the house that that's Mechagodzilla. Yeah, I, I'm kind of with you there. Like I... Uh, I went back and rewatched it after you said that, and I kind of paused it in a couple different places and looked at 
you know, some still shots on the interwebs. And yeah, like it, it kind of looks like Godzilla, but it also looks like a new and improved mechanical version of Godzilla. Yeah. So what I think, and I'm not the only one that thinks this, a lot of people I've seen on the internet are speculating something very similar to me is that this whole fight between Godzilla and Kong is actually Mecha Godzilla and Kong. And then the real Godzilla shows up mm. because there's a lot of hints in the trailer. that say like Godzilla's attacking people who we don't know. And we don't know why first, um, probably cause you shoot rockets at him. Number one, <laughs> that would piss me off if I were a giant, you know, atomic breath having lizard. Uh, but it also could be some misdirection, uh, so to speak, wherein that is actually Mecha Godzilla attacking them. Now we saw at the end of King of the Monsters, if you if you've seen King of the Monsters, um, that they have one of the Ghidorah heads. The eco terrorist group has, I think it was the eco terrorist group that picked that up, had one of the Ghidorah heads. Mm-hmm. Now in the quote unquote traditional or historical Godzilla timeline. Um, Mecha Godzilla, I don't think is 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 from that. I, I'm pretty confident that there's like a Mecha Ghidorah. I don't think that's what the creature is called, but that's essentially like what it is. Um, so, so some people are speculating that maybe that Mecha Godzilla is powered by Ghidorah's brain, uh, so it's like a cyborg somewhat, hmm. um, which would be interesting. But um, I, I don't know. I, I can't it just be Mecha Godzilla, man. Can we? We gotta. <laughs> You know, we, we don't, we don't have to do all this new shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, now I, I've seen uh, a lot of talks about this apex company. Um, I, I don't know if, uh, you know, that dude from game of Thrones, uh, that, you know, he was in, um, King of the monsters, mm-hmm. um, that kind of, I mean, his role, like I was, uh, you know, I, I said, I watched it, uh, rewatched it today and, um, I didn't realize, uh, or I, I guess I remembered, uh, how throwaway his character was like, he's in like two or three scenes and I'm like, his, his role was like kind of wasted, um, for yeah. such like a, a great actor. Um, but, but yeah, I, I don't know if he, he is officially part of this apex company, but, uh, a lot of the speculation that I've been reading up on and, and seen in some other YouTube videos and stuff for people that have done that know a lot more than me, um, seem to think, uh, it's a possibility that this apex company is behind, um, the, this, um, mecha Godzilla, if that is in fact the case. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, excuse me. I I think that that's probably a fair assessment. And the reason I think that it's probably a fair assessment is because if you look at their motivations in the first film, like I said, they're an eco-terrorist group, right? Mm -hmm. It it makes sense in an eco-terrorist kind of way that they would (laughs) want to attack and destroy, you know, humanity in in part, at least. So I, I think that there's probably a good... A, a good chance that that's got some accuracy to it. Um, the other thing that I think is, like I said, I think that it's going to end up being Godzilla and Kong versus this potential mecha creature as the, as the big finale, which I'm not against, like give me more monsters fighting more monsters. I'm fully on board with that. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I'm curious if they're going to go just like full planet of the apes with this shit and like get to the point where San Francisco becomes, uh, kind of like what what you saw in the movie where like they they did that generation um, over time where like uh, you know, a city becomes overrun with like animals and, and other wildlife and grass grows over buildings. And so what once was a bustling city of people is now just like a, a landscape for um, for wildlife and mm. creatures of all sizes. Well, for San Francisco, it would be an improvement, but, uh, uh at this point in time, yes, you yeah. are 100% correct. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've, I've heard like, I mean, it was bad before the pandemic, but I've heard it's like fucking terrible yeah, right now. Sure. Like, yeah. um, I mean with like the homelessness and shit, I don't want to turn this into, into a political thing, but yeah, I've heard, um, that it is not great. Not yeah, a great situation. People need some help over there. We'll, we'll mm. do that. Um, 
we talked about earlier the the final shot of the trailer with uh, King Kong leaping at Godzilla with the with the what appears to be an axe. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that I did not pick up on uh, on my like first two viewings. I don't know why, mm-hmm. um, because a giant monkey swinging a giant axe <laughs> is something that like tends to stand up. But like you know, in my defense, uh, not that I deserve much, but in my defense, there there is a lot of stuff going on in the trailer. Right. Lots of flashing lights, lots of motion. You know, big I mean, monsters. you're so you're so excited to see it. It's easy to miss things. You know, right? But um, but yeah, he. Apparently he does have an axe of some sort. And Ted, do you have a, a theory about where this axe comes from? Kind of. So if you look at the axe, it looks a lot like one of Godzilla's dorsal spikes or mm-hmm. fins or what have you. And, you know, they mentioned in the trailer, oh, there was a war. These are the last two standing. So um, I, I correct me if I'm wrong, David, because the movie's going to be fresher in your mind having watched it more recently. But isn't there a lot of hinting in Kong Skull Island that... It, it, it's some sort of hollow earth that or hollow portion of earth that he kind of goes into and is his lair. Uh, yeah, there is some hinting in there uh, about like a hollow earth. And right. there, there's like something that happens where John Goodman's character like says with like this big shit-eating grin, like I, I knew it, like the, you know, the hollow earth thing is real or something like that. Right. And, um, and then he gets stomped on or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, poor bastard. Yeah, he's John Goodman's character. You was a real one. He's a real boy. <laughs> um, so, so what I'm thinking is that that's probably not one of this Godzilla's dorsal fins. I could be wrong, but I, I think that's probably a relic of of some of the past Kong civilization. Because I I, I think this is pretty well hinted at that he's the last of his kind, mm-hmm. um, and that that's one of the reasons he's able to grow so large is because the ecosystem isn't supporting x number of kongs it's just him uh plus he's probably juicing but that's not here nor there uh. <laughs> yeah i also heard an argument that um it fell off in a previous fight in the movie that's so possible. like yeah. they you know they have a fight early on maybe an act one and then it falls off in some form or fashion maybe the carrier fight uh right yeah, yeah. um and, and yeah, i could buy that yeah, but it, it it's also possible that it, it's a fin that belongs to Mechagodzilla, um, and you know Mechagodzilla maybe at this stage looks exactly like um, regular Godzilla. So you know they... that's that's something that uh, some people brought up is that it could be a synthetic skin over the Mechagodzilla core, mm. and I think that was done in a previous movie. But you know some of these movies I've only, I haven't seen for 20 something years. So I and I've mm-hmm. had a lot of times in, in the time in between. So I'm not a hundred percent on them. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm ruining my own bona fides, but so it goes. It's okay. Uh, the, um, when I was perusing through, um, you know, HBO and to see what else they added as far as like monster movies, um, they also added the original, um, Godzilla from what was it? 54 or something like that. Um, and then they added, uh, the Megalodon one. Yeah. Uh, I was like, well, if, uh, if that is, isn't a dude in a suit, like I, it looked exactly like Power Rangers. I was like, Hey, that looks like Power Rangers, except it's got, it's a Godzilla movie. Good times. Like I said, I don't, I know that there was a pretty big rumored leak that happened and i tried to avoid that because i don't want to ruin the movie for myself Mm -hmm. i mean i think there's a difference in being eagle-eyed quote-unquote and seeing things just because you are aware of some of the mythos versus having somebody that was like hey i worked at legendary pictures or or what have you and this is what's going to happen suckers right um because i i I personally try not to spoil things for people if it's something they want to see. Now, if they're if they're like, "Hey, tell me what happens," then by all means, you know, if they ask me to. But like, I don't want to just be the the dick guy who's just like, "Oh, this sure. is what's going to happen this season," because that sucks. You know, I don't want to ruin things. I don't want to ruin people's fun uh, unnecessarily. You know, so yeah. I mean, spoilers. It's it's such a weird one because like it's it can be kind of a gray landscape, uh, anyways. Like to figure out what is spoilers and what isn't, and like spoilers it seems like such a small thing 
but you know, Tim, you and I were talking about this the other day. I think like life is all it is, is just made up of a bunch of like small things. Yeah. Um, and, and spoilers just happen to be one of them. Uh, so, you know, it, it's one of those small things that turns out to be a big thing. Um, yeah. It, it, it could be a small thing for you or I, or, you know, John or Jane Doe. And then for somebody else, you know, that could be the one thing that they're looking forward to that, that they derive a, a significant portion of their happiness from, you know, I, I don't want to ruin that for, for anybody. Cause that's shitty. Um, unless it's something really terrible, in which case you have bad taste and should feel bad, but that's not here or there. <laughs> right. Like that fucking jerk off in that Star Wars uh, Facebook group that spoiled the season finale of uh, Mandalorian for me, like, like 7 a.m. Yeah, I was going to say like four and a half hours after the episode dropped. Yeah. He was, uh, you know, <laughs> okay, called him so- Basically, my feelings, and this is the last thing I'm about spoilers, but like if you go to a designated place or designated form or what have you where people are like, hey, we can post spoilers here. Nobody cares. Post to your heart's content. But I, I look at it the same way I, I look at like to be dramatic, like a loaded weapon. I treat every weapon as if it's loaded because I don't know unless I check it. Right. Right. And I try and treat spoilers in a much less dramatic way, the same, where I don't know if the person I'm talking to wants it to be spoiled, if they've seen it. Like on the podcast, we go and we're like, hey, we're going to get into spoilers. This episode's a perfect example. Some of this stuff might end up being true, might be a spoiler to some people. If you don't want to hear it, no harm, no foul. Just turn the podcast off. Mm-hmm. If you don't care or, you know, maybe you're into, you want to see what our opinions are or whatever about what could potentially be spoilers, hang out. You know what I mean? It, it should be up to the individual, but don't just go and be a, dish, a douchebag and spoil shit for people just to do it. You fucking troll dickheads. <laughs> right. And I mean, it, you know, doing it in some like spoiler, um, okay subreddit, like that's, that's one thing where you have to go like seek it out, but you know, like scrolling through your Facebook feed, you know, first thing in the morning is kind of like reading the newspaper for our generation, you know, like it's, yeah, I I mean, you know, I'm, it's also apples and oranges, but at the same time, like, you know, we don't have the newspaper, like, and Facebook to a lot of us is how we keep up with, you know, our friends and family all at the same time. (laughs) Right. Um, And so it's kind of like a staple for a lot of people, you know, uh, one of the first things they do in the morning, um, you know, maybe while they're enjoying breakfast or coffee or whatever. Um, so, you know, you may like, Oh, like so-and-so, you know, like they had their baby last week and they're home from the hospital and, you know, Joe blow, you know, he watched some porn and, you know, had a good time over there and Oh, look like the ending of the Mandalorian was just spoiled for me. You it, fuck! It's always in all caps. Nobody can, no, nobody's like chill about it when they're discussing the last episode of something. They're always like, OMFG, 15 exclamation points. Can't believe so-and-so did such and such. <laughs> Crazy, wild, LOL, like and subscribe. Nobody's ever just like, that shit was wild, bro. Like, nobody's ever subtle about shit anymore. <laughs> right, yeah. Subtlety has kind of gone out the window. Yeah, like yeah. irony, it's a dead scene. Um, yeah, it's just all caps all yeah. day long. I don't know. This, episode is, this episode's weird, man. I don't know. Um <laughs> Yeah, we've but, we've covered a lot um, for yeah. a trailer. <laughs> Three minutes long. Yeah, um, right. that's kind of all I had to talk about with the trailer. I mean, it's a trailer. You know, go watch it if you haven't yet. It's dope. Uh, do you want to do shit that doesn't suck? Yeah. So I'm gonna do two. So uh, Night of the Living Dead and Dawn of the Dead, and I'm talking about the originals. I think they were released 1968 and 78. Uh, yeah, I, they were pretty close to 10 years apart. Um, but yeah, this was my first time watching both of them. Uh, I had seen the Zack Snyder directed the, the remake, right? Yeah. In 04. Um, so I saw the remake first, uh, several years ago. And uh, so, like I said, this was my first time seeing both of them. And we, you know, we, we did talk a little, uh, I mean, actually, quite a bit about those movies in the zombie episode, which we have already pre-recorded at this point. But um, yeah, uh, those movies are awesome. Like zombies, they're typically not my like horror monster, um, you know, antagonist of choice, but 
those movies are great and uh, i i think they hold up i think they still have a lot to say um you know uh, culturally and and what they were trying to say at the time so yeah um i i thoroughly enjoy them so yep right on yeah those are both great movies and we do go a little bit more in depth with them uh Mm -hmm. on that on that episode which will release next week i think yep um i i will do two as well and the only reason i'm doing that is because they're in the same they're uh, one is a sequel to the other okay uh i think i talked about this on the podcast previously i'm trying to do a new movie every day in 2021 um so far so good i'm actually kind of above uh, i've watched really? 27 to, yeah to, i've watched Holy 27 shit. movies this year uh and it's the 26th day of the month so um doing pretty good uh anyway that said i've been clearing out my watch list a lot uh finally making some progress <laughs> and uh <laughs> i've had these like direct to video type movies in there these action movies that I, i've been meaning to watch and i just never have and i finally got around to it so the first one is called uh the debt collector this is high class b movie cheese <laughs> um it's it's uh it's our scott atkins who is kind of a b movie king uh here recently uh martial artist and he plays a debt collector essentially who goes and, and gets money from people that owe it to uh, this, this guy, uh, Tommy, who's a loan shark. And it, it's part like action movie, part like buddy comedy between him and his partner in this film. Um, and it, it's just, like I said, it's just high grade cheese. It's very, very good at what it's trying to be, which is like a direct to DVD action movie. Um, I think it's a Netflix film. I'm not hundred percent that it is, but I know it is on Netflix. That's where I watched it. Uh, the sequel is also on there, The Debt Collector 2, uh, also known as Debt Collectors. Like I said, it's a it's a direct sequel. It takes place several months after the first movie. Um, they're both like good bad movies in a way, if that makes sense. Like I said, they're they're not you know don't go in with all with high expectations, but um, you know if you just want to watch a good movie that's low on plot, high on action, you pick the right ones. Right on. Yeah, sounds yeah. good. Yeah. So that's this week's episode, I think. Uh, it was a little longer than I think we intended for it to be. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, we're uh, you know edited down. It, it might, it it'll probably still end up being a little bit shorter than our typical fare, but still, you know, it's. I, I feel like it was you know very high energy. F- uh, we matched the energy of the trailer. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So uh, so that's that's good at least. Um. But uh, hopefully we did not bore your ears off, uh, dear listeners. Um, Also, uh, if you're listening to the podcast for the first time, which I have a feeling that might be the case, or or you're you're a new listener, thank you so much for subscribing. Um, uh, I've been going back and forth with Ted um, on this uh, almost on a daily basis. I've been... Typically, I don't check our download numbers uh, maybe once a week, if that. Like, I'll check them when I go to upload the week's episode. Um, But I've been checking them a couple times because they are going up um, for no reason (laughs) that I can think of. The episodes aren't getting better. I I don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Ted and I were just like, uh, fucking like, like we're kind of like, I mean, nervous and excited, uh, but mostly just shock and awe. Like that's, that's what we are right now. Cause we're, we're like, we, we, I mean, we're not, we're not complaining. We're definitely not doing that. Um, no, it's cool. It's just kind of surreal. I think for sure, you know, for, for two mediocre bums to, you know, a couple of jabronis to have people that want to listen to him talk about dumb shit is, is kind of weird and cool. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, I would, I just want to echo what David said. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, podcasting is is easy to do in a way because it's not super difficult to just talk about things that you enjoy um Mm -hmm. but it's also kind of hard because there's so many other jabronis that are doing the same thing as you so the fact that you the fact that you find us interesting enough or funny enough or you know even you know you can mock us for 60 minutes or 90 minutes a week uh that's cool because we still you still share part of your lives uh with us which is kind of weird and kind of cool and kind of soft for me to even say but you know yeah no no absolutely we we uh you know all all echo back all that um and, and we 100 percent appreciate your um your listenership and yeah. um it feels feels nice to 
to be liked. Uh, yeah, and it's a nice change. Yeah. Um, we've been, you know, plugging hard at this for quite a while now. Um, and it's, it's cool to see, um, you know, improvements on that. Yeah, positive results for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, like David said, you can subscribe to the podcast. If you haven't already, give us a like or leave a rating or review where applicable, usually Apple podcasts, I think is kind of the main one people can leave yeah. ratings and reviews on. Uh, we ask that you give us either a one star or a five star. There is none of this middle of the road bullshit. You commit to one or the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, find us on Facebook and different social medias by searching out Geek Garage Podcast. You can find our Facebook group, Fans of the Geek Garage Podcast. That is our most active, I would say, probably uh, for sure. means of social media. Uh, we do a lot of polls and things on there, a lot of fun stuff and, and discussions that uh, I personally don't use Facebook, but I know David sends me over a lot of info from it, and mm-hmm. uh, it looks like a lot of people have a good time over there. We have a Patreon. Uh, you do not have to feel obligated to donate to it. I do not donate to it because that would make no sense. But if you want to, uh, you can search us out on Patreon. Tiers start at what? Uh, two dollars. Yep. Two dollars. Five dollars. I think, David. Yep. Um. So for not a lot of money, you can support us doing not a lot of anything good either. So it works out. <laughs> um. Now there is a, a lot of uh, behind the scenes work that that goes on. You know, the recording, speaking into the mic, is the proverbial tip of the iceberg. So right. There, there's a lot of background uh, business that goes on that y'all don't see um not trying to like shove it in your face or make you feel bad about it just saying like it, uh, it podcasting is fun but it's it also free <laughs> yeah it's it is not free yeah. so um so you know if you feel so uh feel feeling generous throw us over a quick donation you do get some perks it's not like you're just giving us money for the same shit everybody else gets yep. um you know you do get some perks and Hopefully, if uh, coronavirus ever decides to fuck off, um, we'll add some additional perks for people, you know, if and when we are ever ever able to, like, go to conventions again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we can add some different perks for people that come see us at conventions, which is a big ask. But if you're going to be there anyway, swing by. You know, don't don't come just to see us. We're two jabronis. But if you're going to be at a convention that we're at, come say hi and be like, hey, I donate money to you. And we'll be like, sucker, in real life. <laughs> Uh, but no, there, seriously, there are some pretty cool perks, um, buttons and stickers, sets, and, you know, uh, additional episodes when we're, you know, asked enough to record them. So. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, sure. that's the spiel. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great week. Uh, big episode next week about zombies, our informal paranormal series. That's all I got. David, tell everybody goodbye. Goodbye and be kind, stay geeky, and eat lots of cheesecake. See ya. Peace.